Hi friends, welcome to another mini-sode. This one is a little bit different. This one is a letter that was someone took a photo of and sent it to us. They received this letter from a Mormon family member. So it's not nice. It's... <laughs> It's quite crazy and mean, but I thought it would be good to read it on the podcast. They gave me permission to read it and keep their names anonymous, but this shows how many members are treated after they've left the church by believing members. Okay, so I'm going to get right into it. You once asked me if I thought you were wicked. The answer is yes. Unfortunately, without experiencing this great wickedness for myself, I would have not known how you feel. You are wicked. I have been in the place you are putting others. I was abused as a child. I know the depth and the width and the height of that darkness. I know firsthand the depths of that despair, of that bitterness, of that anger and hatred. I know the feeling of innocence lost. That is the same innocence that you are now stealing from your own children. In their innocence, they believe you and your lies, but the day will come when they will reject you and everything you stand for. You don't love them. You just want to control them. You are a bully and a coward at the same time. You are teaching your children that it is all right to abandon your parents, brothers and sisters, and extended family. They have learned the lesson well and will abandon you and your wife when the time comes that they have freedom from your darkness. We are content to live without contact with them now as we know the day of reckoning will come. It always does. On that day, you will bow and know and confess that Jesus is the Christ, the Savior of all those who would be saved. On that day, you will look into your children's eyes and our eyes, and you will admit that you took advantage of their innocence. You lied to them. You lied to the rest of your family, and you denied God your Father, and chose as your Father he who has never been a father to anyone. He is only the Father of lies. How will you live through eternity knowing you deliberately chose evil over good five minutes before the end of times when the wicked will be burned as stubble? We all know how this is going to end. This is not the first world, nor will it be the last to go through this. It always ends up the same way. Satan's plan is only to capture more souls so that he will have more miserable people to gripe with. His level of power is such that he can do nothing more than he is doing or has done in the past. God's plan is to help you grow and progress and become a God who has power to do all things. God has always won. He has created worlds without end. All who know you will point the finger and remark how sad it was that you voluntarily chose evil over good thus losing your family, your children, and your posterity. You teach your children and others that good is evil and evil is good. You point to prophets and apostles and say that they lie to the world, that they are evil men only after money and control of others. Since that is your goal, it makes sense to you that others have these same goals. But anyone who knows them can see that you are lying. (sighs) I have had many people tell me about your words regarding me. They wonder if you are on drugs or if you are losing your mind. They feel sorry for you. You have no credibility in their eyes. Okay. I have to stop for just a second. I know I've read quite a bit without stopping, but um, that's just this whole part about they wonder if you're on drugs simply because you left the faith. Um, 
this is just terrible manipulation. This, this whole thing, it's, it's awful and it's, it's using fear and it's also coming from a place I couldn't help but kind of, I don't know, almost giggle because it's like, you're saying that God always wins. I mean, what's your proof for any of this? What? It's just so bizarre. Um, okay, I'm continuing on though. Then you teach your children that you are good as you drink yourself to death and use others' bodies to satisfy your lusts. Oh my God. You don't love anyone anymore. All you love is the chase and the conquest. Imagine that for a few seconds of ecstasy, you are willing to sell your soul and your future as a God. Go ahead, laugh now, but know this, that is not you laughing at me. <sighs> I mean, uh, also, the, the, this part where the writer says you don't love anyone anymore, I mean, how, do you, how would you even know who someone loves? it's it's just silly okay continuing on I'm trying to not get too annoyed as i read um no the evil spirit within you is laughing at you you are a son of god who could have been a god and he gave you gave up your godhood for a few seconds of ecstasy you know lucifer has never experienced sex I mean, I don't know the context of this, but that's just a weird thing to say. <laughs> okay. Remember when you were young before you knew anything about sex? That, that is what Lucifer knows about sex. This is how your life will be with Lucifer. God will take away the ability to have sex. You will have no seed and no ecstasy. Although you will be tormented with the desire you will remember. It's the same way with drugs and alcohol. You will remember, but won't be able to drink enough to forget or take enough to get high. There is something about having an immortal body that you can't destroy. Talk about hell. This person sounds unhinged. Okay. Can you repent and change? Yes, but it cannot be a vocal repentance only. I have gone through this. I had to humble myself before God and man. I confessed to God and his representatives that I had sinned and asked for forgiveness. Then I called or visited each of those I had wronged in any way and asked for their forgiveness and apologized to them. I would hope that you could help others, which is why you came to this earth. Forget about your foolish pride. You have nothing to be proud about. Your silly desire to be right, even when you know you are wrong, is very apparent. Instead, become the father you know you can be. Apologize to your wife, your children, your family, and all of those that you have screwed over. Tell them that you are wrong. Show by your words and actions that you have changed. Change your heart, as that is all you truly have the ability to change. When Christ comes, there will be no time to repent. We are not punished for our sins. Our bodies and spirits are punished by our sins. What? In the same way we are not blessed for doing good, our bodies and spirits are blessed by doing good? This person makes no sense. When Christ comes, it will be too late to change our hearts. You will either burn or be lifted up. You have only enough time to seat yourself firmly upon Satan's footstool or fight to change back to being a son of God. There is only a short time to choose. You have even a shorter time to turn back to being a son of God. So what I'm taking from this is that since this person left the faith and drank, started to drink alcohol like a normal person and maybe have sex that this 
person deems quote-unquote immoral, they're going to burn in hell and they're evil and blah, blah, blah. This is, yeah, wow. That's, and let's use fear. I mean, who would get this letter and be like, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely gonna go back to church now because <laughs> this seems like a loving environment. Your supposed new freedom is just the same old tired sinning that has gone on since the world began, declaring to the world and your family and friends that God doesn't exist and pretending that you would believe in him if he did exist has been done before. It didn't destroy God then and hasn't destroyed him now. Newsflash, you can't prove that God exists, so he's just claiming this for, yeah, with no proof. Okay, anyways, I'm continuing. If you hate being wrong, you are currently on the wrong side. Staying there will make you wrong for the rest of your life and an eternity to follow. I will be able to say that I gave you my best effort. That will not bring me happiness, nor will it bring you happiness. You are loved, but not liked. Wow. You refuse love because only lust exists for you. Being right, as you currently believe right to be, is wrong, because evil is what you have decided is right for you. God said back in the Garden of Eden that now man knows the difference between good and evil. Man has become as we the gods are. Notice, God didn't substitute the words right for good or wrong for evil. We really are not choosing between right and wrong. Right and wrong. We are choosing between good and evil. Everyone, even you, knows the difference. I love you. However, right now I don't like you or what you are doing. I pray for you. And you will be content with the reward you have desired in life, even if that means you spend eternity in hell. Whoa, okay, only a little bit more. Every man will have to admit to God that his justice is correct and that we deserve what we receive. At the same time, there will be others who have committed the same sins and crimes, who have repented and thrown themselves on the mercy of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, who because of that repentance and that great change of heart will be saved in the kingdom of God. He didn't create repentance for those that might sin and need a way back. He created repentance and gave his life as a blood sacrifice because he knew that we would all sin and come up short of perfection. Where will you be? It truly is all up to you. The time is now or never to grow up, to face your demons. I have asked God to bless you, not in your wickedness, but that you might at least be able to catch a glimpse of how you might be able to return home to him if you spend the rest of your days in his service. The word... The words God has given to me to say to you are finished. So let them stand as a witness against or for you at the judgment bar of God. And then it's sincerely, it says sincerely and it's signed. It's both typed out and signed this person's name with the date. Um, and I'm, yeah, I mean, big surprise. This person is a man because he's saying that God gave him these, these words, uh, to write to this other person in their family. And I don't know how any logical person could read that or hear that and not think like, holy shit, that's a cult. That is totally a cult. And that's a terrible thing. Those are all terrible things to tell any person that you love. And this person is so into the religion that I guess they truly think that 
maybe drinking alcohol is going to send this person to hell, you know, leaving their religion is going to send this person to hell to burn forever. What kind of a God cares about that? You know? And I, I feel I, my, my heartstrings, I hurt for the person who got this letter because I cannot imagine hearing something like that from my family. And I'm lucky in that I know my family doesn't approve necessarily of how I live or my lack of belief, but like they don't ever send me something like that. Um, so I'm really sorry if you're listening to this. Thank you. First of all, for like, for sending that in and letting us share it with others, because I bet others that are listening right now have, um, had similar things said to them, similar letters, similar conversations. And I just want you all to know that you're not crazy. You're obviously, as you know, you're not going to hell. There's no such thing. And, um, we're all better people for not, not spewing this kind of hatred, at others. And I personally feel like I'm so much more accepting now. And I let people live how they want to live without pushing my beliefs on them like this awful letter. So anyways, I know that was kind of a downer, but I think it was important to share. And if any of you have something similar, if you want to vent or just talk about anything similar to that, please feel free to write into us. Our email is not so molly mormon podcast at gmail.com. And I'll be back soon with another mini sode. Have a great week, you guys. Bye. <laughs>